Welcome to the A2 Schools Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cluley, the Director of Communications for the Ann Arbor Public Schools. Unfortunately, today, Dr. Swift could not join us as we are uh, getting backed up with meetings from last week's ice storm. Uh, speaking of which, I just want to thank everybody uh, from the community and the district that helped make it so that uh, we could get our schools open as quickly as possible, um, particularly uh, members of the ITD team, uh, food services, uh, the uh, facilities team, and of course, the people that came and helped clean up uh, the uh, the grounds and made them safe and able to have kids on the grounds. Thank you to everyone. And of course, to the, the DTE workers and the linemen that they brought in from out of state to get the power back up as fast as, as possible. We thank them all. Uh, so today, we uh, decided we would, since last week, we focused in on Black History Month. Uh, which uh, I hope if you've got a chance to hear that podcast. If not, uh, go go click on the link and uh, listen to it now. Uh, but m- February is also Career Technical Education Month, and so we decided that we would focus this week in on a CTE. So joining us today is Tom Pachera. He's the Director of Career Technical Education and Project Lead the Way for a- the Ann Arbor Public Schools. Hi, everyone. Um, thanks for joining us today. I'm excited to tell you a little bit more about career in tech ed uh, in the Ann Arbor Public Schools, and I guess a little bit uh, countywide and statewide. Um, here in Ann Arbor, we're very proud of having more programs than the rest of the county combined. Uh, we have 11, 11 different course sequences. Uh, we see over 300 students on the course of, uh, over the course of each day. Um, we have 30 CTE teachers in the district, um, and we're, we're funded by the state and federal governments, um, which makes us a little different than your normal, I'm going to say normal, uh, academic classes. We consider ourselves academic electives. Um, I'm also joined today with uh, a couple of our uh, amazing staff members at Huron High School. Um, so I'll turn it over to Allison Andres to, to say hello. Hi, I'm Allison Andres, and I am at Ann Arbor Huron High School. I'm the co-department chair here at Huron and the work-based learning coordinator and also teach a variety of business classes. And we also have with us today, uh, Melissa Gordon, also from here on. Hi, everyone. I teach Accounting 1, Accounting 2, Personal Finance 1, Business Principles and Management, and Note-Taking and Study Skills through the, our CTE department at Huron. Well, thank you all for joining us today. And I think, first of all, let's just talk about a sense of what is CTE. Um, I'm hoping, uh, Tom, you can give just sort of an overview of sort of what types of classes students can take that would fall under the CTE umbrella. You bet. Um, we are... We are- considered hands-on and lab work courses. So really broad spectrum. Um, We have cosmetology, um, culinary arts, home building, auto tech, health sciences. Uh, We have engineering. And then kind of wrapped up in our business courses, business administration and management, finance, financial management, marketing, um, school store. Um, In computer science, we've got uh, your your average computer science classes, and then we've got accelerated AP computer science classes, um, as well as cybersecurity. And then we mix in a little bit of biomedical engineering with some of our Project Lead the Way courses. So it really sounds like that uh, students have a wide variety of options that fall under CTE. Um, and I'm guessing that that uh, for many of the students, that really brings their, their day to life, that they, they really are passionate about. Yeah, they get to focus on something that they're either somewhat interested in and want to learn more about it or that they're already very interested in. Um, Students take a sequence of um, one or more of those uh, categories I mentioned earlier. 
Um, and it's a, a one to two year sequence of courses. And at the end, they're considered a completer by the state of Michigan and by us. Um, but we're, we're able to offer all those programs I mentioned, but not at every building. Uh, but we are able to transport our students from building to building across the district. Um, cosmetology is off-site. Um, home building is off-site. We are one of the few um, CTE programs left in the state that builds and sells a house uh, every year um, for the past 53 years um, in and around Ann Arbor. Um, and we share that cosmetology program, which is a storefront uh, program where you can go get your hair done or your nails done um, on State Street and Michigan Ave uh, here on Valley Beauty School. Um, in the morning, um, here on Valley Services, uh, Washtenaw County, um, the other eight school districts in the county with students. And in the afternoon, it's all, all 17 students are from the Ann Arbor schools. And, and can you talk about for uh, a parent or maybe even a grandparent? Uh, I know I have my picture of what CTE was when I was in school, um, the old fashioned shop classes and that type of thing. It sounds like we're, we've advanced a little bit beyond that uh, as the technology in these industries has changed a bit too. We, we definitely have advanced. Um, with technology, with software, with software applications, um, but we are still very much a hands-on um, curriculum. Um, I'll use our business classes as an example. We were just talking earlier um, as teachers when we started teaching, um, we had books to do our to build our grades in, and eventually we used spreadsheets. And now we've got this amazing tool called PowerSchool, um, and we keep up with the technology within the program as well. So our students have moved. Um, from checks and balance sheets to um, Excel and QuickBooks. Um, our auto shops, I guess, are another prime example of that change in traditional automotive, although we, we service cars from um, the 50s and 60s uh, up to current day vehicles. So um, we keep building on the tools and equipment that we have in the labs um, and give students what they need to succeed um, after high school. And I'm wondering, maybe, Allison, you can talk about uh, the students that you see in your classroom. Is there any traits that are common among them? Or, or would, would uh, a, a person coming into our school not have a really any idea that they're CTE class versus any other class? Um, I think I would say it's fair to say department-wide that once a student enters the business department or CTE course, they typically stick within the CTE department. So it's very common that me and Melissa and Vince will all have the same student in class because they really like the project-based hands-on learning. They really love the fact that when they leave our program, they are leaving with a skill which is unlike any of the other curriculum, um, typically in the district. So for example, when you leave auto, you will be able to change a tire on the side of the road if you need to. Um, same thing with personal finance. When you leave our personal finance curriculum, you will be um, financially literate for when you graduate high school and get your first paycheck and go off into college. So I think those types of skill sets really set our programs apart. And I'm guessing that there's some good crossover that uh, if you, you take the auto class, um, then the business class could help you out if you end up wanting to open a garage or something along those lines. Absolutely. Yep. And we offer those types of experiences through entrepreneurship. We have an entrepreneurship class that will show you how to write a business plan and the product lifecycle and how to go about doing that. Excellent. And Melissa, what do you think is, is the, the biggest thing that the students get from these classes? Honestly, I think it's enjoyment. I think it's an excitement to come to class every day because you're going to be using whatever it is that we're learning or teaching you that day. 
um, at some point in your life. And for some of them, it's applying it right now. I remember when our home building instructor, um, Mark Valsheen, would talk about he actually I was teaching geometry at one point because I also have a math degree. And he was talking about building trusses and how using the 30, 60, 90 triangles, how they would uh, instead of teaching it the way we would would teach it in geometry, he would teach the lesson of how they would build the trusses for the houses. So him and his home building students actually came into my geometry class uh, and spent the day with my kids teaching them how to use 30, 60, 90 triangles in a real world relevant way. And it clicked for some kids and it didn't click for other kids and that's okay. But at the same time, it was a great recruiting tool for a home building program because these kids could see, oh, here I could actually build something with my hands instead of just using a calculator, just writing something down on pen and paper. So I think that's probably what a lot of them get out of it is they see this future value um, that might help them in school if they choose to go to a vocational school, if they choose to go to a community college or a four-year degree. At some point, this can be a skill or it can be something that they look back on and go, oh, I remember this time in high school when I did this um, and help them throughout their career. And it sounds great just having that extra uh, way to learn a skill because not everyone obviously learns the exact same way. Very true. Very true. And I feel like we give them that opportunity, be it through any of our classes, and we're able to reach such a vast um group of students in different ways because it doesn't all have to be done one way. Um, And we can have those conversations with our students and create projects or modify projects based off of what they're able to do or what they're not able to do at that moment in time. And then they can see growth throughout the semester and see see what what they were able to do at the beginning of the semester versus what they know and understand and they're able or capable to do at the end of the semester. So I also think that's really helpful when the kids look back and go, oh my gosh, look at what I'm able to do now that I had no idea I was capable of at the beginning of the semester. And, and Tom, I think you mentioned this at the beginning, but roughly how many students are taking CTE classes in the Ann Arbor Public Schools? Um, this year, we're right around the 300 mark. Um, and that, those are students that are completing our courses. Um, I really don't know the total number. Um, we run many intro courses. Um, know Your Auto, uh, we consider personal finance one of our intro courses, even though quite a few uh, seniors take our personal finance course. Uh, many of our courses are offered for um, that senior math credit that students need for graduation. Um, also science credits, um, English credits, world language is another one. All our computer science classes count as a world language credit. Um, again, these are all state of Michigan um, merit curriculum requirements. Um, one thing that does uh, also set our students uh, aside uh, or puts our students a- ahead of the game um, almost all of our CTE courses also carry some type of certification with them. So easy ones to think about are safe serve certification in our culinary arts programs. Um, so when students, if students choose to go to work at a, a fast food restaurant or a restaurant, we have many in Ann Arbor, um, their resume shows that they're already certified in um, serving safely. So the restaurant owner doesn't have to pay for that certification. Uh, the student doesn't have to take a couple weeks off to do that training our students leave with it. We moved that also to our school store this year. Um, so our students that are serving cookies and slushies also have that certification. Our home builders have OSHA certification. Our auto tech students uh, can leave with three ASE certifications. That's a, a very typical certification for mechanics, um, CPR, first aid in our um, health science classes. And then pretty new this year, um, we've added Microsoft um, Office uh, Professional Excel certification as well as Microsoft Word associate certifications. 
Um, so it's just a, another thing that our students can leave with, whether they're choosing to go on to school somewhere or choosing to go right to the world of work. I was just going to say that it seems like that they're getting some real life skills that they can put on their resume to get a job right away, even if they don't plan on you know, staying in that field long term, it still seems like a real opportunity. Yeah, we think so. <laughs> and I guess that does lead to the question is, is do we have a sense of, of where our CTE graduates end up? Um, what, what type of things do they end up doing as, as alumni? That's an interesting question. Um, actually, tomorrow at our meeting, <laughs> um, we're discussing our follow-up survey. So every year, State of Michigan um, asks us to do a follow-up survey with our students. So we found that if we start that follow-up survey um, in the spring of their senior year, we have a better chance of getting a hold of them in the fall after graduation. So we're going to do a much better job of uh, tuning students in, tuning st- teachers into the follow-up surveys. Um, so we can keep an eye on what they're doing, and the state of Michigan can keep an eye on what they're doing as well. Um, not in a spying kind of way, but we want to know if they're going into uh, the the work-based experience that we've prepared them for, or if we've um, taught them exactly what they don't want to do um, in the world of work. Um, Michigan Department of Education works with uh, Michigan Workplace uh, Workforce Development. Um, So about every two years, they analyze what jobs are needed in the state, and that uh, contributes to our funding for our programs. So about every two years, the funding changes a bit within our programs um, this year. I think it's pretty obvious that health sciences, um, health service uh, technologies are the highest ranked in the state because we need healthcare workers, obviously. Um, so that's those are the students that we get more funding for in our programs. You, you mentioned how uh, one of the things that you can learn from this program is what you don't want to do in life. And honestly, that seems like a very valuable thing to find out in high school as well. Absolutely. Uh, especially students that are going on to university or college. Um, they know what major they don't want as much as they know the major or minor that they do want. Melissa, or Allison, maybe you have a story of a, a student that you've heard from that uh, shared uh, what, what they've done with their CTE experience. I've heard from a lot of kids who've taken accounting and then go and take accounting in college and are exploring just being either a business owner or getting the experience in a business environment, but having an accounting background going into it. And they've all said that they know so much more of what's being discussed whenever they're in a business meeting and they're able to read balance sheets and they're able to read income statements and have a general better under overall understanding of what's going on in the company. Um, but I've also had a lot of kids come back and talk to me about personal finance and how their roommates have no idea what's going on. They'll email me and ask for our making ends meet budget spreadsheet their freshman year of college and say, can you just send it to me? I know like I don't go to school there anymore, but would it be possible for you to send it? It was so helpful. And and, and then after they've created the spreadsheet, they're saying, thank you. I've been able to manage my money so much better. My roommates are going into debt. I'm not. So that's always really helpful to see that they're taking those lessons that we've taught them and they're actually using them and they're not using them five years, 10 years from now. They're using them right now. And I've had the same experiences um, having students that have had the accounting curriculum, have then gone on to HR, have had the business management curriculum, um, and still continue on that traditional business path. Um, today, however, though, I was out doing my work-based learning site visits, and the owner of Latitude downtown, he is a Huron grad, 
um, unbeknownst to me until I met him today. And he had Mr. Hunter as a CTE teacher and then went to Eastern for his business degree and now owns Latitude, which is an Indian Mexican kitchen fusion restaurant downtown. So, yeah, I think um, just hearing those experiences and, you know, like, oh, yeah, Mr. I had Mr. Hunter. I remember him. Um, it's pretty cool when you go, get out into the community, especially Ann Arbor. It's such a small community. There are so many stories like that where Ann Arbor Public School students are now business owners and have gone through CTE programs. Great. And, and when we're looking to the future, uh, you mentioned the, the health care uh, related fields. What are some other things that, that you see um, as, as potential changes coming down the pike for CTE? Um, computer science is probably our fastest growing area, uh, cybersecurity in particular. Um, that said, it's very difficult for us to find CTE certified teachers. Um, I, I mentioned we've got 30 CTE certified teachers that I'm very proud of. It's hard to find CTE certified teachers. You have to have your, your bachelor's degree, your teaching degree, as well as uh, over 4,000 hours of work experience. Um, and it, it's pretty difficult to uh, pull somebody away from a, uh, a high paying job in business and industry uh, to become a teacher at this point. I guess I'm going to leads me right to Melissa and Allison. What, what made you decide to, to get into being a CTE teacher? Well, I'd always wanted to be a teacher as a child, um, but then went the way after high school to, to, man, to um, major in business management because that's just what the expectation kind of was. And then I got my first job um, while still in that field at Ford World Headquarters. And I walked in and I was like, there is no way I can work in this cubicle for the rest of my life. <laughs> so um, back to the drawing board and I found that Eastern had the business education curriculum because I really loved business and that whole entrepreneurial spirit. Um, but I just knew I couldn't be in that environment. So I changed my degree and ended up in education like I knew I wanted to begin with, right, as a small child, um, and then combine the two, and here I am. And Melissa? Um, I am, my parents are both educators, so I part of me thinks that it was genetic, but at the same time, I always knew that I really enjoyed business, and I was lucky enough to go to a school that had a lot of business classes, so I started taking those my freshman year, and I really enjoyed them, and I, all of a sudden, it clicked senior year that, oh, this could, you know, we could combine teaching with business, and, um, as soon as I got into the classroom, I knew exactly that was where I wanted to be. So unlike a lot of people who were who are post back, they went and got a degree, got the work experience. I got my work experience while I was in high school or while I was in college, getting my 4000 hours in addition to going to college so that when I graduated, I was able to go directly into becoming a, a CTE educator. So a little bit different path than a lot of my colleagues who ended up being out in the workforce for a while before they came back to become teachers. But it's been really enjoyable. And it's a great conversation to bring up with our students when we talk about career exploration. How did you get where you are? And what about your, what about your job do you, is what you enjoy? What don't you like? What do you think you want to do or would you have done differently? So um, bringing, I think, our experience into the classroom also um, helps make it more fun for the kids. And there's a lot of engagement. Well, that sounds amazing. Uh, I'm, as we're wrapping up this segment on the HD Schools podcast, just is there anything else that uh, you guys would like to share as we celebrate CTE Month uh, here in the Ann Arbor? So I guess two more things I'd like to add. Um, on April 17th, uh, coming up quick at Pioneer High School, we have our annual college and career fair. This is the first year that we're combining that college and career fair with 
uh, the Saline schools. So it'll be a Washtenaw area college and career fair. We have over 100 colleges and universities signed up and 30 to 40 um, local businesses um, and our unions, um, as well as our military uh, folks will be there. Uh, again, that's April 17th at six o'clock in the Pioneer um, Annex. Next year, we'll be at Saline High School doing the same thing with hopefully even more. Um, we'd also like to put a plug in. We're always looking for advisory members. Uh, each of the programs that I mentioned has an advisory board. They meet twice a year uh, to discuss curriculum, to take a look at equipment, to make sure um, we're sending students out with the tools um, they need to be successful in your businesses. Well, those are some good news to know about and some things to think about if uh, students are, are not sure where they're headed for college or uh, other post-high school uh, opportunities. Uh, they, they can check that out on April 17th at Pioneer. Speaking of good news, this brings us to the good news sections on the A2 Schools podcast. And uh, we're here at Huron, so we're going to celebrate some good news from Huron. And that's the Huron Science Bowl team uh, led by uh, Michael Demeron, a science teacher here at Huron. Uh, they have qualified for the National Science Bowl uh, sponsored by the U.S. Department of Energy. They won the regional competition uh, a week or so ago to qualify for the nationals. So congratulations to the Huron science team and uh, best of luck in the national finals. Well, I would like to thank all our guests for being here today. So thank you for joining us, Tom. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Allison, for joining us. Thank you, my pleasure. And Melissa, thank you as well. Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening to the A2 Schools podcast. As always, if you have any questions about the Ann Arbor Public Schools, the first place to go to look for an answer is our website, a2schools.org. If you have a topic you'd like to hear about in a future episode of the A2 Schools podcast, please email me, communications at a2schools.org. And thanks again for listening to this week's edition of the A2 Schools podcast.